Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Guys, welcome to our show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so freaking hard for your money and you're ready for your money to start working harder for you now. You want that freedom, the cash flow, that prosperity today, of course, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now. So you can live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But most importantly, it's not just about living a life of convenience and driving Lamborghinis and all that kind of stuff. It's about creating a life of meaning and purpose by creating a ripple effect through the lives of others. And guys, I appreciate you allowing me to do that for you. Man, I love the fact you guys have been sharing. You've been binging on these. I have to tell you some of you guys to come back because you've gone down the rabbit hole. Like, hey, listen to these new episodes. They're awesome. So appreciate you guys being a part of this movement. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much. As a reminder, check out our website, moneyripples.com. There's great blogs on there and podcasts, even the video cast too. In fact, check out our YouTube channel, the money. What is it? Money Ripples with Chris Miles. That show, that's the one you should look up. I, it's hard when you have two YouTube channels. So that's a great one to check out, guys. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and, and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com, or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. All right, so I got a special guest here. And as you guys know, I like to have people that have been there, done that, still doing it today. And somebody had actually listened to one of our episodes from before. And they said, hey, you've got to meet this guy. This amazing. He's been in the industry for over 20 years. Uh, he's been doing everything from wholesaling to commercial real estate. He's been training. He's been through it all. And it's so awesome when you get somebody who's actually been through multiple recessions and they've come out on the other side stronger and richer as a result of it. And so excited to have here uh, Terry Hale. He's an author. He's, uh, he's got lots of curriculum. He's been featured in things like CNBC, CBS Radio, and other broadcast stations around the country. Just amazing real estate experience. And especially today, the big thing we really want to talk about is what are those two best strategies right now that you'd be doing in the commercial real estate space? Because I know you guys are wondering, like, well, where is it safe to go? And you guys are kind of hesitant. You're holding back. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So Terry, welcome to our show. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me, man. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So give us more about your backstory. What, what got you down this path and what have you learned along the way? Yeah, well, I've learned a lot, that's for sure. And I've been around for a long time, that's for sure too. So you were spot on by saying that I have 20 plus years experience in this business. But when I uh, first started out, it was more so uh, swinging the hammer in the hot mm. sun and uh, coming from a uh, contractor background. Father was a contractor, 
uncles were contractors. And so I decided I didn't want to do that. It was given to me. It was the gift. Hey, look, we got this, this business and now you're part of the family business. Well, I decided that I wanted to be on the other side. And uh, one day I actually changed my life. And what I did was I actually got uncomfortable to get comfortable. And I met this gentleman that we were doing a job for. And it wasn't the, the fancy vehicle or the fancy suit or the fancy shoes or the jewelry that caught my attention. Yeah. What caught my attention is just his posture and his freedom. And that was something that I gravitated towards. And I said, you know what? I don't want to sit there and work my tail feathers off nonstop for my whole life. And, you know, looking at my father and and his brothers and everybody else, just a little rusty. I want to be polished. So I asked him for uh, for some help. Long and short, I spent uh, about five years of my life in the business. And I definitely put in my work. And I learned the business. And things are great. I got some financial legs down. I was able to go to banks and go to people and be able to bring in capital. Life was good at that point. But then I hit a wall like this. Mm -hmm. What happened to me, Chris... And I encourage your listeners not to do this (laughs) when you're doing things in just a conventional space in a conventional manner, like everybody else does Mm -hmm. buying on capitalization rates and buying over retail. What happened is Mm -hmm. I had something called debt stack. I guaranteed too much debt. And then my debt to income ratio got rocked. The bank said, Terry, we like you. We like what you're doing, but we can't loan you any more money. Yeah. At that point in time, I stopped. There was nothing I could do. You know, Mm -hmm. I had to sit there and sell what I had. And then I had to reverse engineer my thinking. And that's exactly what I did. I created the two best ways to profit with commercial real estate. And that's yeah. kind of what we're going to be talking about now. But I wanted to give my backstory. So people understand that I'm not like a one trick guy that's just been there, like you said, through the cyclical markets and had watched things definitely implode. I've seen things happen. And fortunately, I come out with my shirt on because of the way that I'm doing things Yeah, in a non-conventional manner. So using seller financing and things like that that we can get into as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's always beneficial to have that kind of experience, right? Because you've learned how to pivot over and over and over with different markets, different cycles. I mean, right now, I mean, I just got back from a mastermind. Everybody's talking about how hot, it doesn't matter which market you're in, it's all hot. And if you're not making money now, you're a moron pretty much. Like, <laughs> Actually, even if you're a moron, you can make money right now. That's the crazy thing. And so, yeah, it's always good to see that because you get this wisdom. I mean, not just from, I mean, you've had wisdom on the other side. You've seen what it does to your family. You've seen how five years pounding a hammer can add 15 years of age to you. And uh, by the time you're 45 or 50, you look like you're 80 or feel like you're 80, you know, and now you went on the smart side instead of working harder, you work smarter. So it's kind of cool to see that transition. Yeah. You know, it's about just, I always say that you have the knowledge, you harness the knowledge. You can't really do anything with it unless you actually do something with it. Yeah. You got to take the right way to make these transactions happen. And if you can do that and you can put the right deals together, it's really, it doesn't take much effort. When you mentioned the, uh, the funny quote about, you know, even morons can make money. You're absolutely right. You, you don't have to be someone that's super smart or su- super skill set to have any talent. You just need to be able to recognize opportunity and execute. That's what's most important. Absolutely. So where do you see the opportunity right now, especially in the commercial space? everywhere that makes sense. And and I say that with a forked tongue because I want people to understand that you can do deals and you can see deals like amazing opportunities, you know, like 90% seller financing, non-recourse, which means no personal guarantee, like all these wonderful opportunities. But if you're in a market and you don't understand that market and it's Mm -hmm. saturated, then that deal is no good. So where's opportunity? Opportunity, there's an abundance of opportunity all around us, but you just Mm -hmm. have to understand how to recognize the gold from the fool's gold. And that's really Mm -hmm. important. I've seen people get into projects 
And all of a sudden, you know, they have trouble selling them. They have trouble if they're going to be wholesaling them when they sell them, trouble repositioning them because there's just too much product. And it doesn't matter if you're talking about anything, multifamily, assisted living, senior living, ambulatory care, congregate living, whole, uh, dealing with uh, mobile home parks, hotels, motels, mm-hmm. retail, doesn't matter what the product is, self-storage. It really, it just comes down to understanding where you're finding those opportunities and what your exit strategy is going to be. And right. no, no money, man. That's where it's at. Yeah. I just had a bunch of friends say, man, I'm switching from wholesaling to wholetailing. They're like, wholetailing has been amazingly profitable lately. Like it's ridiculous for me to keep wholesaling even. It's almost too much work for too little profit. Yeah. And I guarantee that'll be a different story in a year. <laughs> that, you're absolutely right. So and that brings me into something that's pretty amazing. And there, there's some great trainers and great mentors out there. Uh-huh. You know, some people that are really influencing the marketplace, like in multifamily and mm-hmm. people know Tim and people know Grant and all these other people are out there in the space. Mm-hmm. I never have anything bad to say about anybody or anybody's training. But what I'm saying is that it's all about timing. And for me, it's like, okay, is now a good time to syndicate or is now a good time to get into something that, that's in the multifamily space? What yeah. I found is that in time, multifamily is great, but in other times, self-storage is better because it is a true yeah. recessionary proof property. Like even Scott says, it's apartments without the people. And obviously I know a lot of these people, we had a conversation prior to jumping on our call Yeah, and everyone's got their niche. They say riches and niches. So mm-hmm. great. Cool. Where I differ, just so we're all on the same page, Chris, is that I do all types of property and that's why I have the two best strategies to profit. And that's why I claim that. And how that works is I work with all commercial property types, Uh but I have two strategies. One strategy is my tied up and or signs, flip it, meaning wholesale it. Mm -hmm. And wholesale is kind of known as kind of not the kindest word in the real estate space, but Uh that's okay. I still do a good service. Yeah. And the second part to that, which is my favorite, is the buy and hold for passive monthly income. Yeah. There's ways to automate these properties where you don't have to deal with collections, management, marketing. And if the property has enough meat on the bone, what I found is that I look for these distress reposition opportunities. Taking notes, now's a good time because what I do is I find the properties, Mm -hmm. the properties have vacancy, the properties are not in heavily saturated markets. But they're also with motivated sellers and everyone knows this quote for the most part, they have to sell, not just want to sell. Yes. That changes the dynamic of the negotiation. Then I get seller financing. So I eliminate banks. Nobody really likes banks anyway. So it's okay. to say. <laughs> <laughs> Although the bank rate, the, the interest isn't so bad, at least yet it hasn't skyrocketed. Yeah. But yeah, what's great is making money with real estate, man. It's the best thing ever. And you don't have to go physically touch it, see it, deal with the daily operations. I've always quoted this phrase, hire the professionals, let them do what they do best. Focus on what you do best, educate and delegate. And delegating is the key to success. It's definitely one of the pillars to success for sure. And I know bulk of our listeners right here would agree with you because most of them are saying, I don't want to have my hands into this too deep. I don't want to be caught in the weeds. I would love to have somebody else manage it. So let's say these people are like, people are saying, you know, I could try to look at these things myself, but I really don't know where to look. What do you feel is the best way for them to find the right deals with really, the right operators? Right. With the right operators, right? Findmoredeals.com. I'm just kidding. I don't know if that's an existing website. <laughs> it comes down to this thing. You know what I mean? And this right here, it's so, it's not personal anymore. Mm-hmm. We text, we email. Yeah. What about the good old, the, the fact is, have you ever received a text and you're like, kind of like, really? Did you just say that? Like you take it in a wrong way? Uh-huh. This is not personal. 
Remember yeah. the good old days when people used to go and like deal even in the house buying business, like you'd sit around the kitchen table mm-hmm. and you a little handshake deal and you get real personal. Well, right. that's what it's about for me. It's about the story. It's about the reasons what's going on in this person's life. When you separate and you said, love what you do and all this stuff early on in your opening talk. And I really like that because you're like, love what you do. You have to have passion for this. You yeah. got to have a skin and you can't be emotional. But when you really get and hone in on the skill set of negotiation and get the fact that, hey, it's really about them, not you. Mm-hmm. Of course, your interest is in getting the best deal you can at the lowest possible price to have that huge spread. That's all great. Making yeah. money great. But when you really get to the and hone in on the story on why and what's going on and what do they need the money for and how much and how soon and massage them into seller financing. I'm never going off to LoopNet and to Crexy for self-storage or mobilehomeparkstore.com for mobile home parks. We're not yeah. really hitting those areas of interest to find these deals because you're going to be like mining for diamonds. Yeah. And it's a lot of wasted time. Mm-hmm. Relationships are the key. One of the keys to success. One of the main keys to success. Yeah. And I get in there and I speak for purpose and clarity. I explain the situation. I speak with brokers. I let them know that I have uh, loyalty to them. I dangle the care to future business, letting them know that if I can strike the right terms, they get paid regardless. And mm-hmm. then I'll drop the deal back in their lap after it's repositioned and they can double dip. I love the double dip. Everybody loves mm-hmm. the double dip. Yep. Ice cream cone, the double dipper. <laughs> so <laughs> they understand that they have a built-in future payday. Mm-hmm. And so brokers become my ally. They understand my criteria. But then the flip side of that to find these deals, Chris, and for your listeners, is that here's the secret sauce. What I'm looking for is not what everybody else is looking for. So I don't have competition from your average investor, REITs, real estate investment trusts, Wall Street money, Uh or any of that competition in that place. Because who really wants a deal that's sitting at 20% economic occupancy, that's (laughs) deferred maintenance, who's mismanaged, people don't want that stuff. So, and it's not bankable. So the only way to buy it is cash or understand creative terms and suggest that. So I really get into it. I have a lot of uh, passion for what I do and I've been doing it for a long time. And fortunately for me, I've created some talent around that space with confidence and and I can show anybody how to do it. It's funny you mentioned 20% because just two days ago, I had a guy talk to me. He's like, hey, I've got property. It's only got 20% occupancy. I'm just looking to unload it. Okay, cool. Like I'm not the operator. I don't want to be the one doing it, but I'm like, I think I might know somebody who would be, but then it's like, well, then there's the option of depending on how it looks, I could be the one putting money in that deal. Like even if I'm more hands off, I'd be like, Hey, here's a great deal because I was connected to that guy from another guy. Mm-hmm. And that's the cool thing is that when you are connected, when you are talking with people or whoever, you know, like you said, brokers or whoever it might be, it's, you almost will start to realize there's more opportunity than you can pull the trigger on. So much opportunity, man. I mean, literally it was like grabbing, like I got my ice water. It was like grabbing cold ice water, splashing in my face mm-hmm. the day it hit me. And what happened was I was talking with this guy and I'll never forget his name's John. And it was a deal that I had in Texas and it got brought to me by a client and we moved forward on it and we closed it. And it was one of those deals that was in a small tertiary market. And I was like, oh, I knew it was going to be in a small market. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize that it was going to be such a challenge to fill it. And this was yeah. very early on in my career. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm just going to sell it for where it's at right now. Yeah. And it was sitting at like 60%. I wanted to get it to market occupancy at 85, but I got it at, at really low at like 30. And I got it up to like 60, 65, whatever it was. Nice. Anyway, I went forward and I'm like, let's just cash this baby out and move on mm-hmm. to the low hanging fruit or juice worth the squeeze. Same amount yeah. of time, just get more money. John said to me, man, he said, 
Terry, I just don't want to take this one on until it's sitting at least at 80%, the broker. And I said, why? And he said, well, it's just too much work. And to sell it, if I put this thing out there into the marketplace, I'm just going to get a bunch of tire kickers and no one is really going to want to pull the trigger because it's not bankable. And when he said that, I just said, thank you, John. And I got off the phone and I realized right then and there, that opportunity that brokers don't even want these properties. If I can put a bug in every broker's ear and say, look, you don't want to list this, but if you hear about it, you know who to call now. Yeah. Like this thing is going to be a headache for you. I'm your guy. Yeah. I'm your ass woman. If you're a lady, (laughs) listen to this right now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It really was an experience that changed everything for me. And then reverse engineering the whole methodology of conventional wisdom, looking Mm -hmm. at non-conventional ways to not just purchase these with seller financing, Uh but then I also honed a skill set. And this is some other additional secret sauce because I like to drop some golden nuggets on on, on all these podcasts. So I appreciate listeners um, joining in. So make note of this, guys. Look, if you're going to go ahead and purchase something, make sure when you get it, it's non-recourse, meaning no personal guarantee. Mm -hmm. But then also on that seller finance note, make sure that it's assumable, and transferable non-recourse seller finance note. Say that three times fast, right? (laughs) (laughs) But now what that means, just to dissect this for a sec, what it means is that you can take a project regardless of what property type it is. And if you have a seller finance note, now what that means is that it's non-recourse, meaning no personal credit check. Mm -hmm. And it's assumable, meaning you can take that. And if you sell the property at any given time, someone else can step into your shoes, right? Someone else can get into that deal because Mm -hmm. you can transfer it and they can assume it. So yeah. super cool way to do business. Yeah, lots of ways to protect yourself, really. Well, another way to protect yourself, especially for the wholesalers or the new people wanting to be wholesalers, the only thing that you're going to have at risk, and that's why people love wholesaling is because there's really no risk. You yeah. just put your EMD, which stands for earnest money deposit. But yeah. actually that earnest money deposit could be at risk because it takes two signatures, one from one side, the one from the you know buyer or seller. Uh-huh. So what you want to do on your contract is make sure that you have a little clause and there's another gold nugget. Make sure that it's a unilateral clause, unilateral, mm-hmm. meaning it only takes your signature to release your EMD or earnest money deposit. And that's, right. that'll 100% protect you. So just don't let the money go hard unless you piggyback somebody else's money on top of yours and then you're good to go. Gotcha. Great stuff, man. Yeah. Well, Hey, I appreciate that. There's lots of great advice. And, and I think this is good because it helps people open their eyes and say, Hey, it's not about, what's the best deal. It's about how to be creative in a way that no one's competing with you. It's really how to do that. So if people want to follow you or they want to reach out to you and say, I've got questions, like I need help here or whatever it might be, how would they best do that? I'm like the easiest guy to get in touch with. And I really, I don't sit there and and beat my chest and and talk about how great I am. I'm I'm very humble and very kind. So if you want to reach out to me, it's very easy. Uh, You just go to terryhale.com. That's T-E-R-R-Y-H-A-L-E.com. Chris, I'm huge on support. I know you support your people. I know you're a great guy. You support your people. I support my people too as well. So I always monitor my email, which is support at terryhale.com. So if anybody wants to reach out, you can also shoot me an email to support at Terry Hill. And then I am out here in Malibu, California, beautiful, uh, sunny place. And I have a a class building as my office. And if you scroll to the bottom of my actual website, there's my phone number and all my contact details there too. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Terry. This has been great stuff. And it's always great to hear that wisdom and really just seeing kind of what's the forefront, like what's coming. So I really appreciate that. For sure, man. Thanks for having me, Chris. I greatly appreciate you too. Absolutely, Terry. 
Hey, everybody else, it's always the same. It's one thing to listen to this stuff. It's another to act and do. Because once you act and do, that's when your life begins to change. So guys, remember not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer as well. Make it a wonderful and prosperous week. And we'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.